Hey guys, it's Austin jumping in just ahead of the episode here to let you know that uh, due to some technical difficulties, the uh, classic Who segment came to us uh, later on, and so it is added in in post at the end of the episode. So if you hear us start wrapping up, don't skip uh, on to the next episode in your podcast feed. Make sure you stick around so you can hear all of Jared's awesome goodness about the master. On with the show. Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that, quite frankly, is a little punch drunk for being in the studio for a little too long. Yes, we really are. The mm. Noobs and the Whovian. My name is Austin. I'm the Whovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who haven't. And welcome to episode 40 covering series three this is the one where we discuss all of the series three stuff the (laughs) best stuffs worst stuffs the other stuffs we didn't put this description well together no no, that's exactly what i typed i just got on a roll of like this is the one where the oh that's right it's a different one uh, yeah yeah welcome to a very welcome to a very special episode of noobs and the Whovian called the series recap that's right all right guys we have finally arrived uh after some uh some holidays after some technical difficulties and then after way too long recording a minisode oh yeah (laughs) and way too many false starts on this episode Uh, here we are episode 40 uh covering all of series three so guys we're just gonna jump right in here's what we're gonna do we we put out a call for some input on uh, on your favorites, and uh, we had I don't know a handful of respondents. Three, I three think. or four. Okay, uh, so we had a few one person didn't respond to all of it, but that's oh right, fine. yeah, yeah. So like three and a half. <laughs> yeah, um, and we're just gonna run down some of our favorites from. Uh, most of it from our regular categories, you know, baddie of the week, jibberty jabberty, that kind of stuff. And uh, so then we're going to talk about our favorites and then chime in with some of the listener input and uh, maybe just spend a little bit of time at the end talking about what we thought of series three, you know, just kind of the whole thing. So, all right, guys, um, let's kick it off. Trip, who was your favorite baddie of the week? I'm just going to say, spoiler alert, there were no surprises here. Nope. Well, I just gotta say, we probably all agree on this, and I think it is by far way ahead of all of the others. Weeping angels, the just weeping angels, just by yeah. far. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Okay, what maybe an unpopular opinion. My personal favorite, weeping angels. Oh my Definitely. gosh, I would have never expected I know, that. I know, I know, I know. I like to go for the obscure ones. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I would have never guessed. What about that. you? Uh, I, I mean, mine is just kind of out of the blue like yours, but Weeping Angels. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, my gosh. Nobody. Yeah, right? Nobody. Um, just uh, all three yeah. of the uh, survey respondents said the Weeping Angels. And by yeah. the way, on this one, we Five responses of the same favorite baddie. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Weeping Angels, Family of Blood, the Jadoon, the Torji, the Carrionites, the Daleks, the Empress of Raknos, the Macra, uh, Richard Lazarus, and the Master... No love for the master. Everybody, yeah. everybody went for the weeping angels. Of course uh, they did. Yeah. Why would they not? Jared uh, mentioned that uh, they had just rewatched that episode, and he said it just like shivers down his spine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, he said his skin was crawling a couple of different times in the episode, and um, mine was too. Yeah. And the thing that kills me about this, I mean, these are these are um, baddies from uh, an episode that was written that was that was written so. Quickly, so offhandedly that the author forgot he had written this thing. Like, not to mention it was process. a Doctor Light. Yeah, it was a Doctor Light. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure most of the people said that that was their favorite episode as well. Uh, yeah, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves there. So um, we're going to talk about our favorite Jibberty Jabberty. Now, uh, we we, we want to remind everybody every now and then, especially for new listeners, Jibberty Jabberty is kind of a phrase that we made up. That's just uh, it's it's. What we refer to as Doctor Who's version of Star Trek's Tech the Tech, you know, when they just throw out all the techno babble, mm-hmm. and uh, and Doctor Who sometimes it's sciency sounding, and sometimes it's uh, just really kind of out there and esoteric and everything. Uh, so yes. it's just when the Doctor rattles off a whole bunch of Japanese, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let's see, Trip, what was what was yours, man? Um, this one's going to be really hard to do, so could you please read this? I have no idea how to it's, say it. I always do Factory Misdirection. Huh? No, that's, that wasn't his, though. 
Was it? No. Yeah, that was mine. Oh, uh, trips oh my was, bad, uh, I'm sorry. There's no point in chromosomal grafting. It's too erratic. You need to split the genome and force the new Dalek human sequence right into the cortex. And oh if that God. doesn't define jibberty-jabberty <laughs> for you, I don't know what will. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, let's see. My, yeah, mine, is, as you said, was olfactory misdirection. My bad, uh, I didn't mean to. Which is said to be like ventriloquism of the news. Dad can say the jibberty-jabberty, but not ventriloquism. <laughs> the real word here. Whole factory misdirection is all real words. Oh, uh, yeah. It's just weird. Ventriloquism is much more common the, than this. Ventriloquism. How often have you said ventriloquism this year? How many times have you said the word olfactory in your life before uh, this episode? 97. Uh, I don't know. I've said it's uh, zero. Yeah, um, so this was from the episode Human Nature where the doctor smelled human. Yeah. Because he was using mm. olfactory misdirection or because ventriloquism he was human. of the news. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, he, he kind of, yeah, he was human or yeah. Yeah, whatever it was. Whatever it was. All right, Corbin, let's let's uh, uh, give me some of the listeners' favorite ones. Okay. Okay. One person agreed me, with me. Actually. Said, oh, 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 I did. I'm yes. sorry. How dare you? I'm sorry. I chose Happy Primes just because I like numbers, and also I think that's like the only <laughs> one on this whole list that is an actual real life thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if y'all don't remember, a Happy Prime is. Oh, yeah. Give us a rundown. What was it? If I remember correctly, it's a. I don't know if it's exclusively primes. It has no. to be a prime number. Yeah, it has yes. to be a prime. A happy number is any number where you take the oh, two... Oh, gosh, yeah. It's so complicated. It's like you take the two digits, multiply them together, and then, like, you take that. You just you repeat that process. And add those. Rinse and repeat those. until yeah. it equals one or it loops infinitely. And right. if it does that, it's happy. So happy primes are both happy and, and a prime number. Yeah, yeah. And that was uh, like a... That was one and of the passwords Yeah, on something the like that. 42, what is yeah. the next number in this sequence? And Doctor's like, something well, or other, it's a trip, happy prime. I, I, while we're talking about that, I just want to mention, I don't like really like the look of that hydrochronometer. It seems to be indicating you've got an energy feedback all the way through the retro stabilizers feeding back into the primary heat converters. So if you could just like address that. Heat converters? Okay. Is that like the... Uh, the AC unit or I have the no heater. idea. That was that was one of our listeners' favorite. How about we just unplug it and plug it back in? Uh, yeah, that works. <laughs> Turn it off. No, reverse the polarity. All right, uh, we got some catchy. jiggery pokery. Jiggery pokery is basically when the doctor MacGyver's something. He just like yeah. pulls out some random tech or does something, and he he texts the tech jiggery pokery, and that's an actual uh, Britishism that the ninth doctor actually gave us. So, uh, Trip, what was your your favorite random uh, jiggery pokery? Um, the DVD can control the TARDIS. I just felt like that was an interesting thing that it could do. Right, yeah, yeah, That was the, that was, that was, was like also we, uh, in Blink, wasn't it? I think There's the DVD, they said put the disc in the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I forgot, I forgot all about that one. Uh, Corbin, what about your random one? So, honestly, I think as far as random goes, this is kind of obvious, but I like the fact that his pockets are bigger on the inside. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh, that's nice to know. That's why you can pull bananas out of thin air. That's why he's always like got that. a banana at a party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I actually, I didn't, I didn't have a random one. I couldn't mm. think of a good one. Neither did the fans. Yeah. What What we decided this this go around was rather than uh, just banging our head up against the wall. If we couldn't think of anything like relatively quickly, just then obviously forget it. We didn't have a favorite. So, uh, my favorite uh, TARDIS. Uh, jiggery pokery was that apparently and this just falls under the category of things the TARDIS can do um, and even that's a stretch this is apparently you can ride on the outside of the TARDIS as long as you're immortal but if you're not yeah. too bad for you yeah you'll probably be like incinerated by the time <laughs> vortex or something so yeah. uh, Trip what was your favorite thing the TARDIS can do um the TARDIS can make it snow like yeah why not? Like, how did you even do that because wasn't he outside of the TARDIS when he did it did he, did he point the Sonic at the TARDIS or something? I, I honestly don't remember. Don't but he remember. came out of the light. I don't yeah, know. it came out of the light. So I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah. what? Is the light, like... It came out of the light. It made like it, like, the light snow all over the town. It was so strange. The light comes out and freezes him. That's right. To water. Corbin, what about you? Something. What was your favorite TARDIS thing? Okay, I'm going to agree. The fact that the TARDIS can snow. But I have another one. Okay. And I just thought of something that adds on top of the weirdness of this... 
I don't remember what episode this was, but apparently the TARDIS is bulletproof. I think that was the... The one... It was, the, like, the first episode. Because he was still regenerating. Because, like, he got his hand cut off and it yeah. regenerated. I don't remember what it was, but the TARDIS is Was it Was it the Daleks in Manhattan? Maybe. Not, I don't know. Well, um, they didn't have guns in that. Wait. No. Because they had those weird, like, Dalek... Oh, they did. Machine guns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In Uh, some episode, it said that the TARDIS was bulletproof, but then I just thought of the fact that when they were back in Shakespearean time, an arrow penetrated the door. Yeah. That was our our favorite episode-to-episode continuity. Uh, They left the arrow in at the beginning of the episode. And then he pulls it out. All right, so uh, one of our listeners said that their favorite TARDIS thing was uh, was turning the TARDIS keys on strings into low-level perception filters. I didn't even... Like, I forgot about that happen? until I yeah. read that in the thing, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, that oh, happened, yeah, that it? happened. Might as well be able to, yeah, sure. Uh, Corbin, what was your favorite psychic paper thing? Uh, the fact that it doesn't work on geniuses? <laughs> yeah, like, wait, what? How do you define a genius? Because I mean... Shakespeare and the Doctor. I mean, I, mean, I guess, obviously, obviously the Doctor those two. is... Sure. But it's like, what is the finite difference between a normal person and then a genius? Ah. Eh, who cares? Shakespeare it's, is. It's that's all we know. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, what about? I think f- the psychic paper is literally just the placebo effect. That's all it is. This totally says whatever. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, what about your favorite sonic screwdriver ability? Um. Is it Corbin or me? Well, we have the same answer. answer. It doesn't matter. Okay, so since Corbin did the last one, and we both agreed on that one, I think the the thing is, like, you can hack the ATM, so, like, you basically just, like... Free money. Yeah, free money. What I liked better about that scene was the fact that David Tennant's face was on some of the dollar bills because they had to make fake money. (laughs) On the fake money. That's awesome. Like, that's hilarious. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's talk a little bit about favorite moments. Uh, let's start with the listeners on this one. Um, first, someone said their favorite moment was blink, in parentheses, yes, the whole episode. <laughs> that is word for word what they say. That's right. That's right. Um, and then someone else said, uh, when free will and humanity allow the human, uh, the, excuse me, the Dalek humans to disobey orders and they turn on the Daleks instead of, instead of killing the doctor. That was, that that was, was pretty cool. intense. That was awesome. Uh, Trip, what was your favorite moment? Um, when they look down and like they're like, "Oh, look, there's a little shelf. I love a little shelf." I, love a little I shelf. know. Look down there. Corman, what about you? This might be more of a quote, but I like the whole "with this ring, Ivy Biodamp." <laughs> I especially thought it was kind of awkward considering it was her wedding day. And this was the guy that pretty much stolen her from the middle of her wedding. I love the way he says biodem. I know. (laughs) Awesome. At the end. Uh, My favorite moment was at the end of Blink when the doctor and Martha have a thing. Well, three things. Well, three things and a lizard. (laughs) Man, that was was awesome. I love that. By the way, that is my favorite, uh, my favorite formula for the well bit. Yeah. When he says well, something and then says, well, well, and escalates it and then says, well, and like escalates just, it and turns left at the same time. Like, I love that. Like, well, it's like, where did that come from? Wait, what? <laughs> the Slovene back. I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Favorite story. So this would be um, not not just like episode because we have the we have the two-parters. Uh, but we had, let's see, The Runaway Bride, Smith and Jones, The Shakespeare Code, Gridlock, Daleks of Manhattan and Evolution of the Daleks, The Lazarus Experiment, 42, Human Nature and the Family of Blood, Blink, and then the three-parter, Utopia, The Sound of Drums, and The Last of the Time Lords. Trip, what was your favorite? I think out of, like, all the stories, my favorite was the Human Nature and the Family of Blood. I think it was just one of those, like, creepier, like, weirder type ones. Oh, so creepy. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like... It just gave a whole new thing. Can I I remind you of how creepy this episode was? Yes. Good reminder. Thank you for that. Corbin, you had the same answer? Yes, I did. Honestly, I think the only reason I didn't want to do Blink, I didn't say Blink, was just I thought it was going to be cliche. And I, I mean, that's not the only reason. I pretty much liked him equally, and I just went with human nature over Blink because... 
Yeah, agree. Three listener responses that all say blank. <laughs> I, I would have to say that, so I, my answer was blank. I would say Human Nature and Family of Blood, definitely number two. Yes. Yeah. Like if Blink wasn't in this series, uh, it would definitely be Human Nature mm-hmm. and Family of Blood. Obviously. Which tells you how amazing uh, Blink is. Because Human Nature and Family of Blood, amazing. Amazing, yeah, amazing, amazing. So many elements of that mm-hmm. of that episode that I like. I like um, them toying with him not knowing he's the doctor. I like Martha having yeah. that tension. I like the companion who never was. I like, I like Baines. I like the... The Lord of the Rings esque ending, where it just refused to stop going, <laughs> and we flash forward seventy years to Armistice Day and see the little kid as like an old old man, I know, and he like, sees Martha and the Doctor. Um, how long is this episode? And then doesn't it keep yeah. going after that or something like that? I think that was the final uh, one. Ba- yeah, no, no, no then it goes back to present day. It shows them yeah. leaving in the TARDIS. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, oh, no. And then no. after they leave in the TARDIS, they bring the guy back to Earth or whatever or something. Yeah. I, yeah. And this him- was also the episode where we see, like, the insanity of the Doctor. <laughs> where yeah. He, remember, he, like, tossed the guy, he put the guy in unbreakable chains and threw him down a well. <laughs> you wanted like, to live forever, right? Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, uh, what did he do? Trapped on the collapsing edge of a galaxy or what? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah so- threw her into a collapsing star and then put the girl in a mirror. <laughs> girl inside every mirror which is why you see what? which is why you see stuff moving in the right. background but Bane's inside of a flipping scarecrow frozen oh that's right yeah that was the yeah. other one yeah like just again just like, what happens if someone wants to move the scarecrow it's like Dante's like Inferno level of torture <laughs> brutes man and, and by the way this is not like a novel this is like a two and a half minute montage summer summation of what happened to all of them like oh my gosh so such a good episode however comma my favorite was blink um we talked about Mm -hmm. it when we when we covered the episode then um hands down the best episode in my opinion of of the of the series maybe uh, just across doctor who i mean this is just a fantastic episode um it's it's timey-wimey it is um it's got an amazing villain it's got great um, side characters. I have I have this fascination with um, the idea, like where we have where we have the Marty McFly, you mm-hmm. know, Doc, sh- the the you know the guy showing up with Doc's letter from eighteen eighty five. Yeah, that yeah. Was, you know that moment in Blink when when the same exact thing happens. I she's love peeling that. back the wallpaper. There's just words telling her what's going to happen. Duck now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Duck. All of I said. Doc, Every rocks, single part rock of that comes through the window. Is amazing. The and video then, and then how it cuts off at the end because right. the guy stopped. I, I don't know what happened. Talking. You stopped talking. So, bye. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I will the, leave you with these words. All of the oh, yeah. Don't even blink. Um, all of the the the, the the bootstrap paradox in regard to knowledge. I know. Just everything. 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 The fact that it was a tiny whiny episode made it that much better. Uh, like what? Uh, it was a timey wimey episode. What are you saying? Well, because there was there was like time travel within the episode where it's yes, not it was an actual yeah, completely it was an actual station. Exactly. Like she gets shot back to nineteen sixty. Yeah, because a like, lot of Doctor Who, it, time travel is is incidental. Time yeah. travel is just. Set decoration. Getting right? from this place to the, the next. The only reason it's a time travel story is so that can... we travel to 1800s yeah. Victorian uh, we England. We want to do an episode in the past. <coughs> I, it's a time travel show. We can do that. Exactly. Or mm-hmm. we're going to go in the future and be on a spaceship. But I love the episodes where... They I think incorporate. You put it it's a timey-wimey episode <laughs> where the episode <laughs> itself... Um, deals... And, it, and actually, it is the timey-wimey episode. It's where that t- phrase came from. So. Yes. All right. Um, scariest moment, Corbin. What was your scariest moment? Uh, gotta be <laughs> when the angels disappear from the top of the building, and so <laughs> she's looking across the street, yes. slowly, over dramatic blink. They're gone. Yeah. And then they're suddenly in front and of And then them. she turns on, around and walks, and the angels are right there. They're they're on like, either <laughs> side of the window she, she can't see down. that. Because yeah. she's looking through. Which makes awesome. it more scary. I know. Makes it even more scary. Then, also, I want to point out the fact that apparently no one else was looking at these random yeah. angel statues that happened to be sitting on yeah, top of the buildings. Yeah. Everything like, revolves around her. I mean. Plot hole, plot hole. 
Um, but then when they were around the window, people were looking at them because when she walked off. Exactly. exactly. No, so, we were looking at them. That's what? why they didn't. Oh, that's work. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fourth wall break. Uh, my my scariest moment was uh, when the angels were surrounding the um, oh, Sally yeah. and the other like, guy, mm-hmm. um, and the lights start blinking, and so they're like coming at you strobe light style, and like more looking more and more terrifying. I know that was like. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrifying, but I think it was a bit overdone, and that's why I didn't like it as much. Open the door. Open the door. Mm. Yeah. No, I, thought was, I thought it was perfect. I was going to have a seizure. Um, I was like, ah, what's happening? <laughs> Our listeners also both chose epi- uh, um, scenes from Blink. Uh, the first one says, um, after the doctor finishes the video and is telling them not to blink, look away, turn their back on them, etc., I still get chills every time I see it. I wonder if that's Jared. <laughs> he said, uh, uh, chills every time he sees that that bit that trip you just mentioned where he says, don't yeah. even blink. Don't turn your back on them, you know, all that stuff. Um, mm. The fact that they replay that at the very end while showing yeah. a picture of like so many statues in the world, it's like, thanks again, Doctor Who, for making me terrified of everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And then another listener said, the end of Blink when the angels are closing in on Sally and Larry and the TARDIS leaves without them. So their favorite moment was the moment after my favorite moment. <laughs> Apparently, everybody's scariest moment came from this episode. Yes, absolutely. So it's the scariest right. one. Trip, what, what was your funniest moment? Shut up, stop talking, sis, 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 That was all of us right there. All three of us put the same answer for that one, independently of each other, by the yes. way. Yes, unfortunately, I don't think we put that on the actual survey, so we don't have any listener input for that uh, one. That was not a multiple choice. That was yeah. a fill-in-the-blank. and that was So nobody did that. Yeah, so favorite random character. Corbin, who is your favorite random character? Baines. Yeah, Agreed. Agreed. So I, I don't know if he counts as a random character, because he was the main villain of the I episode mean, he was does. in, but I'm gonna count him anyways. Me too. My uh, my favorite random character was Brannigan. He was the <laughs> cat man in, in the episode Gridlock. Um, yeah. I just, I, I don't know what it is about his, the makeup is yeah. so amazing, and I could listen to that guy talk all day long. Wasn't he Irish mixed stereotype? Uh, yes, because his name was like Brannigan something. It was Mick like Brannigan something, O'Malley or something. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> So Irish. Yeah. Um, let's see. Listeners' favorites were Shakespeare and then Larry Nightingale. Was Larry Nightingale, was that, that was the guy I that so. Sally Sparrow ended up with? And right? Blink, yeah. When that, yeah, because yeah, the, yeah, the bookstore at the end was Sparrow and Nightingale. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Favorite piece of tech. Corbin, what was your favorite piece of tech? Uh, the laser spanner. They didn't even mm-hmm. show it. It was an offhanded comment they just said about i suppose you have a laser spanner too and he was like well it yes did. but some actor from like the 60s stole it or something oh. and i'm like well i did and i'm like that is the best <laughs> wow uh my my favorite piece of tech was the toclophane and that was the flying human heads does that count as i guess yeah that it's counts tech. as a Piece yeah. of tech, yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see. Listeners said, uh, someone said the laser screwdriver because the master had to up, one up the doctor. And then the infinite vortex manipulator. I don't even remember which one that was. Me was either. I, I don't know. I, it's I ringing s- a bell, but not a. Not I a very saw that. Bell. I think when I first saw that, I actually Googled it to figure out what it was. <laughs> and now I forget again. Trip, what was your favorite piece of tech? Mine was the timey wimey detector and how like it can boil an egg at fifty paces, <laughs> even if you, even when you don't <coughs> want it to or whatever. <laughs> It's terrible for the chickens or whatever. I was like, that's why I stay far away from chicken coops and stuff. <laughs> it's so funny. Good stuff. All right, how about favorite non-Martha companion from this series? Trip, who did you go with? I did Captain Jack. Captain Jack. Corbin said, Corbin, what did you put there? I. So I was going for the joke we went with in the original um, series about Captain Jack Sparrow. I mean, wait, Harkness. And then I realized Captain Jack Harkness plus Sally Sparrow, very weird combination, makes, makes Captain Jack Sparrow. Dun, dun, dun. Too bad they Whoa. were never in the same episode together. But, yeah. Um, that would have been hilarious if they made some comment about that. It's like, huh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Uh, my, my favorite was Sally Sparrow, uh, for sure. One listener agreed with me. Uh, one agreed with Tripp and Corbin saying Jack Harkness, and then someone else said 
Donna. Donna. Was your favorite. So, uh, let's see. Favorite quote. Uh, mine was, um, this was in the episode Human Nature, and I'm trying to remember, there was this one weird little boy. Yeah, it was the guy who found yeah. the watch. Oh, that's what it was. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. The he psychic like, connection. He looked into the watch whatever. and like kind of understood the doctor, and he said, of the doctor, he said, he's like fire and ice and rage. He's like the night and the storm and the heart of the sun. He's ancient and forever. He burns at the center of time, and he can see the turn of the universe. And he's wonderful. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, man. It sounds like somebody so described much. like... Uh, you did like a deep one. Everyone else had just like stupid and silly <laughs> quotes. I mean, that's okay. You know, your favorite quote can be can be fun. Uh, one listener said, Allons-y, Alonso was, was their favorite. Uh, another one said, the angels have the phone box. That's my favorite. I've got that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was, uh, that was Larry um, when they were watching the video. I imagine. I just copied that over. I didn't even read that. What does the angels have the phone box? Is that like a song? Remember when they're watching the video, the doctor says, the angels have the phone box. And the guy goes, oh, that's my favorite. I've got that on a t-shirt. Because like every now and then he'll like, he's responding to what the doctor's saying. He's like, oh yeah, this part right here. Like nobody understands this part or whatever. Um, and the doctor says, the angels have the phone box. He's like, that's my favorite. I've got that on a t-shirt. Oh, okay. I understand. Uh, somebody said, I tracked you down with this. It's my timey wimey detector. It goes ding when there's stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> it goes, I still can't handle There's more. Line. It goes, it goes ding, ding when there's stuff. stuff. Also, it can boil an egg at 30 paces, whether you want it to or not, actually. So I've learned to stay away from the hens. It's not pretty when they blow. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Does it only boil eggs? Like, is this what uh, we're yeah, getting at here? That's oddly specific. So. But then it explodes the chickens? Uh, Trip, that was also your favorite. Yeah, that was right? awesome. I, I should have let you read that. That was my bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corbin, what... <laughs> Stupid Jimmy. Corbin, what was yours? I think mine is the same as Trip's favorite moment, where he's like, Look down there. They got a little shop. Right. I love a little shop. I love a little shop. Yes. I think I actually like went on to the Amazons and stuff to actually figure out what he said there. Oh, yeah. Something I, I like love that. it when the doctor has those moments where he just kind of gets tickled by something little like that. Like, oh, there's a little shop. I love a little shop. You know, like, no tea and biscuits, you know. It's like simple <laughs> little things just like trip him out. I love it. Uh, let's see. Okay. Worst moment. Um, this was... Worst moment was this was like a groan, roll your eyes. Yeah, I think we we confused people where they're like. Yeah, so so the listeners worst as in like the most yeah like oh gosh why did they have why did we have to do this? Uh, So uh, one of our listeners said when the Daleks kill all the Dalek humans, so they meant like actual bad moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And then someone else said Martha's mom in the Lazarus experiment. She was getting on my nerves. That is what we mean by worst moment. That's right. Uh, Mine was just the. Uh, the existence of the macra in Grindelwald. That is, they I, were so entirely unnecessary. They, mm-hmm. We've mentioned it so many times talking about the macra. The fact like, that Doctor Who rarely there? has enemies that are just there to be in the way. And the macra is one of those few. They were and just an obstacle you had to get across. So much. They, they, they served as much of the plot as the random trivia passwords in yes. 42. Yeah, it was just, like, it was just like something you had, so something there to slow you down. And I didn't even think about the, the trivia passwords. That makes some sense, I guess, because I mean, of course, they have the doors safe locked. But yeah, just sure. oh, there's but crabs down here because well, not only that, but macro harvest gas from uh, cars or whatever. Right. But remember, they like in classic Who, they were like sentient beings. I know, and now, and they've, now like, they've like de-evolved. de-evolved and yeah, so it's like that's a stretch. I mean, you yeah. could have just made yeah. them, you know, squid or something like oh, yeah. anything. But I thought they were giant eels at first. I was like, right, yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is yeah, that? I'm All right, like, so Corbin, what was uh, what was your um, worst moment? Uh, I I think I've worded this poorly. <laughs> the doctor who's had the ring for too long. <laughs> A.K.A. Gollum Doctor <laughs> sitting in his little cage with his with his custom made suit that matches his old one. Which that is the one thing I do like about the the Gollum Doctor yeah. is that you know that means the master had someone custom tailor him 
a suit. That they were like, what is like this thing suit. I'm staring at that you're making me oh my gosh. give a suit? Oh, I was reading your notes going, Doctor Who's had the ring for too long. What does that mean? Yeah, me too. No. <laughs> was... Doctor. All right, Trip. what was your worst moment? When we see the Daleks again, like they just won't stop. So your, your worst moment is just... The, the fact that there is Daleks. I said the still. existence of the macro. You said the exi- the continuing <laughs> existence of the Daleks. Just yeah. die already. We yeah. said you've been dead so many times now. Right. It's like the first time, oh, it's just one Dalek. Oh, that that's the end of the Daleks. Oh, they're back again and again and again and again. <laughs> when are we going to stop saying this is the last one? Because it's obviously not. And spoiler alert, I mean, it's 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 out there. There's no way. You, it's, you can't hide from this any more than you can hide from Darth Vader is Luke's father. Uh, the big villain for the New Year's episode was, was a Dalek. I'm like, oh, my word. Like, and didn't they make new Daleks for like... There's some thing like the new Doctor Who Daleks are so terrible. I'm like, they already were terrible. Oh, I don't know. I mean, some people loved it. Some people hated it. Um, I don't know. I, I've rolled my eyes. So, all right. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Martha. Well, we're not going to talk about her. We're just going to rate her on a scale of one to ten. I can't remember if we did this because that's Rose what or we not. do with this podcast now. That's rating right. people's existence. <laughs> I'm going to rate you as a human being. How do you score? Uh, so uh, so our listeners, uh, two people gave Martha a rating. They both gave her a seven. Uh, Corbin and Tripp, what do you guys think? Um, I eight. think... Solid eight. Corbin said eight. I End just, of conversation. Yes, solid. Tripp, what do you got? Just a sol- solid eight. Eight just, out of ten Marthas. Eight. <laughs> eight out of ten red leather jackets. So creative. <laughs> Um, I gave her two scores. I gave her a five originally uh, because, like, if you'd have asked me rate Martha on a scale of one to ten a year ago, I would have said five. Five. Four. Something. Five. Not, not four. Definitely my least favorite. You community. don't deserve to live as a human being. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You went under a five. However. Uh, you're out. However, having, during the rewatch... And I don't know if this is simply the rewatch or if this is the rewatch combined with us doing the Podcast. analysis. Yeah. She went way up in my estimation. She went way up in my estimation. Just like, huh. You deserve just... to live now. Well, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Martha. You have got rated four. good as a human being. <laughs> or I just like her more. Um, no, but I would say that um, there's two things. One, I, there's a lot about her I forgot. And she, her arc is really cool. Yeah, it's a very... Also and two, they dumped all over this poor girl for the whole series. Like, yeah. remember, remember, like, I kind of had the... I, I started a running gag. You remember Rose? Yeah. <laughs> Rose was, like, at least a nine. Oh, the perfect ten. Oh, oh she's a blonde. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Um, I started I started oh she's a blondie too I accidentally started a running gag on this podcast where when I did the first recap I said because she's not Rose right Mm -hmm. and then on the second episode I was like oh there was definitely still some of that because it was like overtly said like all right, one more and then you're going home you know and and (laughs) so I jokingly again said because she's not Rose and then I realized I think I did that in every recap of this yes you have it was at least half of them and probably two of them were jokes that I shoehorned in because it because I made it a running gag, but mm-hmm. I didn't make it a running gag on purpose. It was legitimately there. They dumped on her and it dumped was, on her and dumped on her. <laughs> and I was like, despite all of that, one, she stayed with the doctor. Right? Yes. Two, she saved his butt a couple of times, like, like right? several times. How many and times then, has Rose done that? Yeah. Well, what? Rose she saved the universe. She saved his life. She saved his she life. Why? She saved the universe. But you're not good enough. Well, and and Martha granted didn't save the universe, but she did save the Earth. Remember, she went yeah. ar- literally around the planet, telling people the story of the Doctor and all this kind of stuff. But then, but she, compared to Rose, you're only like a three or something. <laughs> here's the thing: the the biggest change of mind that I had about Martha was that when I watched it the first time, and she walked away from the Doctor. 
I hated her even more. Uh-huh. I was like, I hate your guts. I wasn't crazy about you this series. Now I definitely don't like you. <laughs> but this time watching it, when she walked away from the doctor, I was like, I like you more than Thank I did. You. And now I like you even more. You go. That's right. You're now a 7.2. Um, but just the fact that she was. Hang on, let me edit this. You are now allowed to Change the notes. Change the notes. Uh, the fact that she was able to say, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. I'm and tired I of you dumping on me for Rose. Get out of That's me. the thing. Is that. Get out. I think she is. Fed up. Yeah. Yes. Like, she loved him. Like, she had, like, major crush. Because remember, their first episode, he, like, kissed her, and she was, like, going to swoon. And then by the end... <laughs> and it was, was like, that like, was not romantic at all. It wasn't. But she was like, oh, right. <laughs> um, Remember, she kind of had that... <laughs> that was an amazing imitation of her. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, made her sound drunk. Uh-huh. I'm on my Martha impression all season. Um, so at any rate, I, I just I, my estimation of her went way up. So I've been working on my Rose impression. <laughs> Let's. Uh, <laughs> what? Why hating on Rose? Right. I'm not. Uh, so let's, I'm joking. Um, okay. I'll, okay. So I I will recant my my hatred of Martha. I never hated Martha. I, if y'all remember, when I came into this season, what did I tell you? I said, she's Martha is imminently forgettable. She's just completely, entirely inconsequential. I do not wow. remember her part. In I don't remember her. you saying that. I do. I, do. I, I said do. it a couple of times. Um, now I would say Rose I have much is better inconsequential appreciation for... to life. No, no, no. Uh, so well, let's, let's, let's rate the series. <laughs> Trip, what are you going to give series three? Um, I think... Like, there were some parts, like, but the Daleks again and again. <laughs> Why do you have to bring back the Daleks? <laughs> it sounded like that devil from the Impossible Planet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you going to rate the, the series, then? I'll give it a nine. Okay, a nine from Satan. Uh, I'm over here. Corbin, how about you, buddy? Uh, yeah. I'm, this is a solid eight, just like Martha. Okay. I get, this is eight for me. Yep. I gave this one an eight, and I think that um, it was a good I, series. I would it say was. four of those eight ride on uh, human nature and blank. blank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like take those two episodes out, and and it's a so four. Yeah. If it wasn't for like the Daleks and the Macro, mine might have been a nine. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and um, the two listeners that voted gave it an eight and a nine. So solid numbers. Uh, yeah, solid. yeah, pretty pretty good solid uh, standing there. So. Uh, let's see. The next heading says, "Who is the doctor? Do we do we want to?" It's not like the doctor the really regenerated. So, eh. well, no, no, no. We're not doing like a full on. But here, here's here's what I would say. Uh, what do we know about the doctor at the end of this series that we didn't know before? Like, what have we learned about the doctor? He likes He's a fish. jerk that likes roast. <laughs> 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 he got really hung up on the blonde chick. Apparently. Yeah. Trip, what were you about to say? Um, he likes the fifth doctor. Yes. We did learn that. Oh, true. True. Yeah. That's You were my doctor. This is canon now. Yeah. This is um, canon. I, I'm trying to think of, of, you know, growth for the doctor. Each doctor know, has a different know. doctor. I, mock- I would say this. I would say this. Now, this is, this was technically, you know, this was the Christmas episode, but his encounter with the Empress of Rock, uh, of Rocknos, um, Kind of changes it's almost as bad as the ninth doctor about to totally obliterate the Dalek in yeah. Dalek. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to shoot you with a functional yeah. laser remember, cannon. Remember, Donna kind of pulled him back from the edge. Like, hey, bro, and chill. You're like drowning her children. Stop it. Right. And what I would say chill, man, is that's enough. Uh, he, I think this episode told him he does need somebody. Like he, he needs, does. and Donna says that to him. Like, yeah, you need somebody, dude. You, like, you you're need kind of help. a psychopath. Chill, bro. Stop killing the earth. Killing the earth. You need to stop saving somebody lives. with you to to sort of pull you back from the edge. Every like, whoa, then. whoa, kid, um, chill. So, so that was good stuff. So, all right. Well, that is uh, that wraps up series three. Uh, so, where we're headed from here, like we said, uh, next time we're going to. Uh, going to our first ever classic Who one-off, and so the idea behind this this came from uh, this came from our friend Jared, Jared, and I 
he basically just said, hey, it would be cool if you did some just one-offs one about classic Who. Really, Jared's been a major influence to this podcast. He's had he a has. huge he impact has. on the show, yeah. Um, what I did was I took that idea and I said, okay, what if we did, like, a story from each of the Doctors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a caveat there, okay? Um, if, if we were just going to do one story from the Doctors... I pro- uh, from the first Doctor, I probably wouldn't do the very first one yeah. because I want to do the second story because it introduces the Daleks. The second story yeah, introduced right. the Daleks. No more Daleks. <laughs> well, according to Jared, the Daleks are really good. In well, here's the thing. Jared has a segment. that we, It's an unaired segment. It's his first segment that he ever did for us. Defense um, of the Daleks. Yeah, that we're going to air when we cover that now. That's still a little ways away because I also feel like if we're going to do Classic Who, we owe it to ourselves to go back to the beginning. So we're going to cover one story, like the best story from each of the Doctors, Mm -hmm. except the first Doctor, we're going to do two stories. So... Because the, we need to do, like, the introduction stuff. Because we got to do the first one. And if and we ever fully catch up, episode. we'll probably go back around and start watching Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So if the, we ever catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, once you graduate high school, we might, we might get there. Uh, so what we're going to do next is we're going to do the first uh, story from Doctor Who. It's the very first one that ever aired. And, uh, like I said, I believe it's four episodes um, Corbin, do you have that handy? I don't know. I uh, think it is four, though. Okay. Uh, they were very long back then. Yes, this was... Well, they were only 30 minutes, but you had, like, six parters. This was I think back... seven yeah. parter was the longest. Okay, so what we're doing is... Uh, it is a three-parter. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a No, it's not. We uh, sorry, it's a four-parter. Yeah. Okay, we were right. So the storyline is called An Unearthly Child. Um, yes, I've heard about this one. What's that? I've heard about this one from you. Yeah. You said that it was really good. Now, the second story, The Daleks, is seven episodes long. Oh, my gosh. We but are again, not doing that. But again, they're yes, short episodes. They're only like 30 minutes compared to the hour-long So we're going to split episodes. that up into like three episodes? I don't know. Well, that's, that's a little ways away because what we're going to do is each series, we're going to have three like bonus episodes. So we're, we're headed into series four. So we're going to start it off with our classic Who segment. And yes. then uh, during the series, we will also have a timey-wimey episode. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, something. We have a lot of plans for stuff coming Oh, the up. recap episode, I think, was... was, uh, oh, that was where's, the, where's, this, where's the show schedule? I don't know. That thing is out of date now because we've been out for like two months. The dates are out of date, but, but the order of things... Yes, we have... Mixture. I think we posted it at one time. Uh, we're going to do timey... Okay, so we have timey-wimeys. We have recaps. We have Christmas... Ep- oh, okay, that's what it is. We've got... So we've got timey-wimey episodes. We'll have classic episodes. Uh, we'll have a, a series recap. We'll also have a... Um, we'll have to cover the you know the Christmas episode. So each series is actually going to have... It looks like more like four... Um, and then some of them for the next couple of series, there's a mini sewed. Uh, in fact, that they we did. have there's like four th- of them in a row that we're going to uh-huh. count as a season. Yeah, they were about the tenth Doctor. Oh yes, then yeah. So after after series four, we have the David Tennant specials. So mm-hmm. and we'll we'll talk more about what that looks like, but we will be covering the Christmas episode, the David Tennant episodes. Then we'll do uh, so we'll 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 recap series four. Then we'll do a classic episode. We'll do the Christmas episode. We'll do the Tenant specials. And then we're going to recap Tenant yes. before we head into the fifth season. Are we going to do Doctor. that with every Doctor? Like, are we going to yeah, be so recapping each I think, Doctor? I think we should do a Doctor recap um, episode. We didn't do that with, with Eccleston, but there wasn't as much to cover. We, so we, we covered him in the series recap. Yeah. So, so would we be talking about Rose? Because Rose was with... Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about we'll bit. talk about all the stuff that uh, that goes along with that iteration of the Doctor. So, uh, look in the show notes for our Amazon link to 
uh, yours, uh, you can go to Amazon and get BritBox. Now, that's a that's an add-on to Amazon Prime. So if you've already got Amazon Prime to watch the videos, then for $6.99 a month, you can get BritBox. I think they have like a seven-day free trial or maybe it's a 30-day free trial. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you just want to do that and then cut it back off, that's what we're going to do uh, because we're not going to keep it on all the time. Uh, we'll just cut it on for when we're doing one of these classic episodes. And if you already have BritBox, good for you. Yeah, if you've already got BritBox, more power to you. Here's our here's our big ask for that, however, um, and I mentioned this last time. We're gonna put a link in the notes, so don't go sign up on your own. Don't go sign up on your own. What you gotta do is follow our link because we're gonna give you our Amazon affiliate link, and it doesn't change anything for you. But what it does is it lets Amazon know that we sent you, we referred you, and so they're gonna share a little bit of the um, sale with us. Again, it doesn't change your price at all, um, but it does help us out a little bit, and that would be awesome so uh one more time let's see we're gonna uh we did uh, the series recap so next up is the unearthly child that four-parter so that's gonna be a a couple of hours um Mm -hmm. we're gonna hit all of it all at one shot um to record uh, so we'll record an episode that covers that whole thing also i think we should start talking about this now but if y'all have any ideas for the 50th episode just as something special to do yeah. Send it in because we've been wondering for a bit now, and it's like we should find something to do. And so, it, how many episodes are we on right now? This, this is, is the 40th. 40. That we're we're only 10 away. Yes. 10 away. Yeah. Just still Which 10 weeks, is but. still two months if yeah. we're recording consistently. Right. <laughs> if we're recording consistently, that's right. <laughs> no, if um, we're recording So, guys, <laughs> um, after we do The Unearthly Child, then we're going to jump into an episode called Partners in Crime. Um, that is um, the beginning of season four, and uh, lots of fun, uh, lots of fun stuff coming up in the uh, in the next season. Uh, it's it's Tenant's last season. It's kind of a season and a half because of those special episodes, uh, but there are a lot of fun things that get kicked off here. Some interesting things that get introduced that will carry on for a long, long time. Some of them, and uh, I can't wait. I'm excited about it. So. Uh, check out The Unearthly Child and then uh, check out Partners in Crime. Uh, that'll be the next two things that we cover. So, guys, I think that's all we've got for this time. Noobs in the Whovian, as always, is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. Hey, I'm Trip. And this guy is our production editor. That's me, Corbin. Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia and to Jared for the Classic Who segment. Oh, the Classic Who segment! Ha-ha! Ha-ha. Oh, ha. we forgot about that. We forgot about that. So, um, okay, we're live right now. Here's what's happening. Jared may be getting us a segment because he had a major technical problem as well where his computer crashed. And so he lost his his Series 3 recap thing. So he's going to get that to us, and hopefully he gets it to us in enough time to add it into the episode. If he doesn't, then we will add it on um, after the fact or something like that. So, uh, And it looks like he may have gotten it to us. Ha-ha! Uh-huh. Can we play it now? Uh, no. <laughs> so oh, we'll, we we'll um, uh, stick around, guys. We will... Uh, st- uh, okay. What? Actually, hit pause. <laughs> <laughs> stick around. We're going to add uh, Jared's uh, classic Who segment in post. And um, that's all we got for next. Uh, until next time. Yeah, until then... You've been listening to the Noobs and the Hoovian. My name's Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And we're the Noobs. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye. No, not bye. Stick around. Yes, bye. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know what we're doing this episode, okay? (laughs) It's been like two hours in this closet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there, Noobs and the Hoovian. Congratulations on making it through the third season. And for your season three recap, I thought we might take a little look at the history of the master since we saw him there towards the end of the third season for the first time in New Who. So the master came along in the eighth season of Classic Who, and he came along with the third doctor. And he was in every single serial that season. 
the stories may have come along in the the first serial he was the main bad guy but from there on out the stories may have started with other aliens or but eventually the the master would come along and have some fairly major part to play in that serial and so he really solidified himself as a recurring enemy there they started off as setting him up as the arch enemy of the Doctor, but oddly enough, they didn't really give him a lot of backstory. They didn't really give a lot of information about where he came from, how the Doctor really knew him. I don't know if this was just TV of the era. They didn't feel the need for backstory. They could just introduce a character as such and move along, uh, but... We've really gotten more backstory in New Who than we ever got for the Master in Classic Who, in my opinion. So it's interesting to see more and more come out to really round out the Master's character. But for the time being in Classic Who, he was just there. He was the Master, he was the Arch Enemy, he was another Time Lord, uh, he has his own TARDIS in Classic Who, and it often looks like a Roman column for some reason, even though his chameleon circuit isn't broken, but that's something uh, you could get into more at a later date. So. His biggest power is mind control. He is able to hypnotize and control people's minds. In Castrovalva with the Fifth Doctor, he puts that power to its biggest use that I think we ever see the Master use in Classic Who, where he uses some other techniques that he discovers with the Fourth Doctor, the end of the Fourth Doctor's run. He uses, manipulates uh, some other powers and creates a whole world that is made up and traps the Doctor and his companions in that world. But I think to hypnotize the entire world, not just a few people creating a world around them, but to hypnotize the entire world and knew who with the Master there in season three, I think that is the biggest he's ever gone with his mind control. But it's really cool to see the Master back and to see him using his usual tricks and to we know that uh, he has a place in New Who, so that was really cool. Um, he's really on the level with the Cybermen, which we saw in Season 2, and with the Daleks, which of course we saw in Season 1 and Season 2. And so it's great to have the Master there, it's great to see him, it's great to see that connection back to Classic Who, and I'm just going to leave it there. So it's great to have you guys back, thanks for including me, and just to say all of this came from my memory, which is a miracle in and of itself. So thanks again and look forward to contributing more next time. <coughs> oh my gosh, you coughed right inside. <laughs> Cough right inside. Coming to you live from Master Closet Studios. You're listening to the only podcast on the internet that, uh... <laughs> <laughs>